Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Steven here on a Saturday. Thanks so much for joining us. Josh Wheeler is our producer. Uh, air quality alert in effect. Uh, take it easy out there. The air quality is poor uh, today. Uh, once again, sensitive groups, uh, by all means, take it easy. Uh, without all the smoke, would be a pretty nice day. We'll keep an eye on, uh, but it looks like the air quality will be subpar through noon tomorrow. That air quality alert has been extended. Right now, it's uh, my pleasure to introduce Mike Hansen, the director of the Office of Traffic Safety with the Minnesota Department of Public Safety. Mike is a former state trooper, has been with the Office of Traffic Safety now for a number of years, and has been good enough to join us uh, from time to time. Mike, I hope you're doing well. I am doing well, Steve, and thanks again for having me on today. Look forward to our conversation. Yeah, always good to visit with you, and uh, we have viral video. Uh, it, certainly scary at best, and that is uh, an incident on Highway 10 near the construction zone up in Anoka County, and that's a zipper merge gone bad, where you have a car coming up in the left lane, you have a pickup truck that didn't like that, uh, appeared to um, move to the left and bump that vehicle into a cable barrier. Like I say, this has even gone viral on YouTube. All the local channels uh, have had it. There's been a lot of talk about that particular incident. And I thought we would start with the zipper merge how it's supposed to work, why it's in place. There is a tendency for everybody to move over and get in line, but uh, the idea is is to use both lanes all the way up to the point and then have everyone take turns. That's You couldn't have described it any more accurately. That's exactly how the zipper merge is intended to work. And there's a number of reasons for it, both from an efficiency, but even more importantly from a safety standpoint, why it's it's important to to know what the zipper merge is and to utilize it the way it's intended. You know, number one, it really reduces that cue, and so it lessens the backup. And oftentimes when you're coming to a construction zone or where there is a lane closure, that cue is where really significant and sometimes tragic events take place. And so the more you can eliminate or reduce that cue, the more efficient traffic is going to move. And actually, it, it, if everybody does the zipper merge properly, it actually helps everybody move 
quicker than if we all just kind of stack up in that right lane and, uh, you know, Minnesota nice, wait our turn. You know, we get that part of it. But really, the, the zipper merge is designed for safety and for efficiency. Yeah, in, in that particular incident, and, and I have seen this in zipper merge situations, or if there is an accident and law enforcement on site uh, has closed a lane or a lane is restricted, uh, people do need to merge over. And there are people that think that, well, I'm going to be the keeper of the one lane. You, you get behind me and get in line. That's not how it's intended to work. Use both lanes up to the point where you need to move over. It, I, I don't know any other way to explain it. And obviously someone said, well, I'm going to show this person and bumped them right into the cable barrier. That that could have been a tragic situation. Oh, it, it, you're absolutely right. Um, you know, it, just fortunately, you know, if there were injuries, they were relatively minor from what I understand. Um, yeah. And, you know, the other thing to keep in mind, I mean, that, that that's a criminal act when you intentionally – do something that likely can cause harm. And so, you know, I'm not privy to the investigation, but I'm certain that the law enforcement agencies and the appropriate prosecuting attorney's office are going to be taking a very close look at that. And I would fully expect that there will probably be some kind of charge come out of that. Uh, Mike, are you aware or or is it tracked? um, I, I would assume any incident in a construction zone gets even more scrutiny because uh there's there's the old joke there's there's two seasons really in minnesota uh winter and road construction but it is a serious matter uh particularly when you're moving into construction zones and this was very near the big highway 10 rebuild up in the anoka area you're right and and we do uh track construction zone incidents in in specifically in a particular way. And we work very closely with our MnDOT folks on the state highway system uh, to really take a close look at those. You know, I think about construction zones, they're very dynamic. They're always changing. You never know quite what to expect. And you have to remember, there's a lot of people that, that work in those construction zones. They're greatly exposed to that traffic moving by them. And we depend on those folks to keep our roads in good condition. And, you know, we have to have some patience and some allowance for them to do the work that needs to be done. And because construction zones are dynamic, they are complex, they're never the same, it really is incumbent on every driver to absolutely give that uh, driving task your absolute full attention uh, the whole time you are approaching, traveling through, and then exiting from that work zone because you just never know what's going to happen. The director of the Office of Traffic Safety with the Minnesota Department of Public Safety, Mike Hansen, is joining us on the line. By the way, if you have a question about the rules of the road, uh, what's legal, what's not legal, uh, 651-461-9226, 651-461-9226. Mike, earlier this week, I was in for Henry Lake for three nights. He was away in Las Vegas at, at Summer League and. Uh, one of the nights, we, we spent about an hour talking about excessive speed on the roads. And we have talked about this a lot. It It is an, academic, an epidemic. I, I know law enforcement, the state patrol, local law enforcement, uh, sheriff's office around the state uh, of Minnesota are, are trying to get people to slow down and abide by the speed limit. But I relayed a couple of incidents visiting my daughter last sunday and and this was 
leaving my house at about noon uh, here in the northern suburbs of Hennepin County and driving over to my daughter's house in the Como Park area of St. Paul and got on 610, uh, took Highway 10 over to 35W and then exited over by uh, the fairgrounds in the U and made her way over to her house. Two separate times, um, drivers, in my estimation, driving over 100 miles an hour. One on 35W, just blowing down the uh, HOV lane, heading southbound, um, going so fast. The, the only thing I saw was, was a blur. It was a white SUV of some type driving insanely fast. And we, we talked about it for a, about an hour on the air that night of, of people witnessing similar things. It, it, it really has gotten out of hand. And, I, and I'm sure you and everyone in law enforcement is very concerned. Absolutely. It, it is really one of our top concerns right now from a traffic safety and public safety standpoint um, is, is the speeds that we are seeing out there. You know, cars are designed wonderfully these days um, and in some cases maybe too wonderfully. But let me just preface the, the conversation with just a couple statistics. You know, we're halfway through uh, 2023 right now and year to date. And this is a lagging number because some of these crashes are still under investigation. At least 54 speed attributed fatalities uh, through July 9th, and that that to be that high already at this point in the year um, is really terrifying for me. Now it's not as bad as we were in in 2022, um, but it is still much higher than we were seeing pre-pandemic. You know, as you and I have talked before, the pandemic changed something within our society. And we have to change that back because all of us have to depend on each other to follow the rules of the road. Now, last year, our preliminary statistics showed that at least 129 fatalities were directly attributed to a speed violation. Now, that out of the 444 fatalities that we have preliminarily identified um, last year. So, you know, more than a quarter of, of, of our fatalities are directly related to speed and we're off to a really terrible start to the hundred most traveled days of the year in minnesota which is our summer uh, driving season and um you know we're seeing numbers that we haven't seen in over 10 years and just since the memorial day weekend here's one other statistic that i can share from my partners at the state patrol last year minnesota troopers issued 1150 speeding tickets for speeds in excess of 100 miles an hour that that that's just the state patrol and when we look uh, pre-pandemic pre-2020 those numbers were between you know around 400 400 plus or minus a year so again we've doubled or even tripled the number of those those critically high speeds that we're seeing out there and that is not an unintentional i wasn't paying attention something you know uh, type of speed that is a deliberate act and that is a deliberate act that puts every one of us uh, at grave risk of severe injury or death on the road yeah and we we've seen two separate incidents just absolute tragedies uh the the uh person uh, driving with excessive speed in the city of Minneapolis slams into a car. Five young women are are killed, and then of course the most recent incident up in Robbinsdale, 
where where someone driving with excessive speed slams into a minivan, kills a woman, seriously injures her husband. Uh, They they leave behind two young children. Just absolute tragedies. And those are incidents on on city streets, let alone our freeways. And that's a great point, Steve. And that's really the part that that is scaring you know, those of us that, that live in this world and look at these statistics, these fatalities aren't taking place necessarily uh, disproportionately on the freeways or on the state trunk highway system. They're taking place on county roads, on township roads, and as you rightly say, on city streets. And, you know, when you think about it, speed is the one thing that every driver is in control of every moment they are on the road. It's the, the one thing that, that you control uh, exclusively. And it's the one thing that we ask everybody to pay attention to, you know, along with the other driving rules. Um, And it is also the one thing that makes every other mistake, whether it's yours or another driver's uh, or bad decision, it makes everything worse because of the energy that is involved in these kind of speeds. And that's that's it's a personal responsibility thing. You think about it. People who are driving like that are acting quite selfishly. Um, they are putting all of us at risk uh, so that they can treat the road like a personal playground. Yeah, just absolutely terrifying. What can we do about it? We'll get into that with Mike in a moment. Uh, there's still time if you have a question or comment for Mike. 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. We talked about that uh, terrifying zipper merge incident um on highway 10 at the top of the show and then we're talking about excessive speed on our roads and when you witness erratic driving or excessive speed uh what what can you do we will get into that in a moment here on news talk e3lwcco pleased to be joined by mike hansen the director of the office of traffic safety with the minnesota department of public safety uh we're talking about uh Disturbing incidents on our roads, uh, excessive speed being the culprit. And, Mike, we, we've brought this up before. Lay it out for us. If someone uh, sees another driver driving erratically or excessive speed, we're not, we're not talking going a few miles over the speed limit. We're, we're talking what I witnessed, two separate incidents on my trip last Sunday where drivers were going probably or very close to double the speed limit. It was unbelievable. Um, what, what do people do? Uh, very good question, and thanks for the opportunity to, to bring it back up to the front end. Um, if a driver, if you are out there and you do witness something that you feel strongly is likely to result in a serious crash, um, the thing to do is call 911. There's an exception in the hands-free cell phone law for that. Be prepared to tell the dispatcher what roadway you're on, what direction you're going, uh, approximate location uh, where the uh, event is taking place, as much of a vehicle description as you can. Now, granted, if somebody rocks by you at 100 miles an hour, you're going to see a green something just went by me. Um, And, you know, the dispatchers will, if there is an officer available and in the area, they they take those complaints very seriously, and they will try and intercept uh, that dangerous driver and take the appropriate action. So, again, if somebody really thinks that something is very serious going on that's going to result in a crash, call 911. The other night when I was in for Henry Lake on the Lake Show, and by the way, the entire show is available at our website, WCCO Radio. 
com, and you can go to Henry's page. We, we talked for, for a long time on this particular topic of excessive speed. And, and some callers and texters brought up something really interesting. Can we use technology? Because once upon a time at stoplights, there you take a photo and get a ticket for running red lights, etc. Um, there, there's some question about the legality of that or constitutionality of that. But nevertheless, could technology be used to slow drivers down that, for instance, heading south on 35W in the neighborhood of 694, that white SUV had to be going 100 miles an hour. I would be shocked if it was anything under that. Is there technology or something that you'd at least be able to photograph the vehicle and investigate that later? Yes, and again, that's a great question. And it's actually very timely because as a result of the legislative session that concluded uh, uh, this year, um, our office will be working on a study um, and making some recommendations to the legislature regarding uh, speed safety cameras and or automated speed enforcement, which is utilizing a camera and a radar system uh, to do exactly that, specifically in work zones and in school zones. Now, if we, we look at, at, at our, our partners in the European Union, uh, technology is widely used for speed management in a variety of different ways. So the answer to your question is yes, the technology exists. It is very good. It is very solid. And we just need legislative approval uh, to begin to utilize some of that. Uh, once we have that, we avoid the constitutional uh, questions and uh, get the, the full authority to utilize that technology. So that is something that we will be continue to take a look at, and it is something that is gaining much wider spread use across the United States um, as other states are doing the same thing that we are looking at it and trying to find ways to make the enforcement more efficient and more effective. I, I brought it up the other night, and I'll bring it up again today. I remember from driver's ed all those years ago, driving is not a right, it is a privilege. And sharing the roadways and acting responsible is everyone's responsibility. And these idiots that are out there driving like the person in that white SUV driving over 100 miles an hour in the HOV lane heading southbound, um, I, I, I'm all in favor of it. I, it and and Mike, this is your job, and I, I, I'm certainly on your side to, to slow people down because it's crazy. Right. Well, and, you know, this conversation, again, is very timely because during the entire month of July, uh, the DPS Office of Traffic Safety is supporting a statewide speed and focused enforcement initiative. We're working with our partners at the State Patrol and over 300 other law enforcement agencies across the state, and we're providing them with not an insubstantial amount of overtime funding for them to go out and to exclusively work on speed. Now, certainly they'll take action with the other stuff that they see out there, uh, but there are extra officers out there right now, and they are working very hard uh, to reduce those risks that all of us face when somebody chooses to violate that speed limit. Yeah, and you, you would think that uh, with, with the, the technologies readily available, there there certainly would be expense to implement. But, um, you know, as, as roadways are reconstructed, et cetera, I, I, I think it would be a, a very valuable tool. Let's get to the text line before we run out of time. Um, this is a follow-up to what we talked about coming out of the break on what can people do since a person can rarely get a license plate number 
uh, of those people who are speeding and endangering the lives of the rest of us. Um, is a description, as you pointed out, direction enough to at least call that in? Yes, it is, because chances are, if you're calling it in, the behavior is egregious enough where if we have a general area description and a general vehicle description, it's going to be pretty easy for an officer who may be in the area to identify uh, the, uh, the vehicle that, that that is doing that. So, yeah, if you, if you can give us just a basic idea of what's going on and where and what the offending vehicle looks like, we can try. Uh, Follow-up from what we started with, and that is that disturbing zipper merge incident on Highway 10 in the construction in Anoka County that uh, I think about just everyone has seen by now. It has certainly made the rounds of viral video on that zipper merge incident where uh, that pickup truck uh, checked that vehicle into the cable barrier. Um, is, is the zipper merge an issue just here, or is there trouble with that around the country? What have you seen, Mike? You know, that's probably a, a very good question. It's not anything that, that I've seen, you know, as part of a national discussion in any of the groups that I, I sure. work with. Um, and so, I, you know, I, I, I'm not going to say it's just exclusively Minnesota. Um, it's like any change in, in past practices and historic ways of doing things. When you introduce it, there's always going to be uh, some resistance and some misunderstandings of why we do it and the purpose of it. Um, so I guess that that's a longer answer than you were probably looking for that didn't really answer the question. Uh, but I don't think it's just Minnesota, but I think you're seeing these highlighted uh, because, in particular because of the one case that we talked about. And then uh, finally, Mike, um, any updates on the the front of distracted driving? We know impaired driving has been an initiative by uh, not only the, the state patrol but local law enforcement. But distracted driving has become front and center because, as we've talked about, there, there's more and more safety technology in vehicles than ever, uh, airbags, uh, all, all sorts of other stuff built into vehicles they're they're constructed uh to be safer than ever but the distractions the impairments etc are are still an issue right and and probably the biggest improvement uh, or change in our distracted uh, approach was a a minor change to the hands-free law that the legislature passed this year it just it needed a little bit of clarification about what an officer observed um, as far as a driver interacting with an electronic device. And now all the officer has to do is simply see it in your hand. If the electronic device is in your hand, that is the violation. The officer doesn't know and doesn't need to know what you were doing on it. It doesn't matter. You cannot have it in your hand. The only way that a a driver can interact with that electronic device is using single touch or voice activation and nothing Internet-related. It's only for uh, phone calls or to dictate a text message. And then, uh, finally, uh, impaired drivers. I know there's been field sobriety tests for a long, long time, breathalyzers, et cetera. Is there new technology in the work? to uh, discover other forms of impairment as uh, marijuana becomes more readily available and then legal for adult use here in the state of Minnesota recreational marijuana. 
Oh, yeah, we could talk for a whole hour on this topic (laughs) and then some. Uh, But, yes, again, as a result of some very good legislative uh, action this year, we are going to be doing a pilot project testing a roadside oral fluid test that will detect things other than alcohol. And so we're in the process of putting this together, um, and it will detect, you know, the active ingredient in cannabis that makes people high. And it also looks at, uh, I believe, five or six other drug categories, the opioids, the, the heroin, the things like that. Um, and so we're, we're really looking forward to putting a really valuable tool in the hands of law enforcement once we complete the pilot project. All right, Mike. Well, we we hope to have you back soon. Thanks so much for the update. I I know uh, motorists are certainly concerned about safety, and like I say, the reaction the other night, uh, just a full hour. A lot of people had a lot of a lot of input on it, and uh, hopefully, we can do it again soon. You bet. My pleasure. I always appreciate the opportunity to come on your show and to have a conversation. So, look forward to the future. All right, there he is, Mike Hanson, the director the Office of Traffic Safety with the Minnesota Department of Public Safety. 335, a little late to the weather. We'll get to that. Uh, there is an air quality alert in effect until noon tomorrow. Uh, we'll, we'll check those air quality meters around the area in a moment as well here at News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Twins and eight. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Is game two of the three-game set out of the All-Star break coming up. Our pre-game show, the lineup card at 5.30, your first pitch at 6.10 tonight. And Marquetta Vondrusova uh, wins Wimbledon for her first Grand Slam title. She became the first unseeded woman to win Wimbledon in a stunning 6-4, 6-4 upset over Ons Jabour uh, today at the All-England Club. So, Marketa Vondrusova, straight sets of victory at Wimbledon Center Court. It looks like the roof was closed today at Wimbledon. And uh, speaking of big sporting events, across the pond, the Scottish Open, uh, Rory McIlroy, your leader at 13 under par, uh, 
one clear of Tom Kim, Tommy Fleetwood, Brian Harmon, two back. Then a large group at 10 under par, including Scotty Scheffler and Shane Lowry, all at 10 under par. Tom Hoagie from Fargo at 9 under par. The British Open is next Thursday, and that'll be at Royal Liverpool, Hoy Lake. And then uh, they return to the 3M Open at the TPC of the Twin Cities. So, uh, big doings in golf, and Wimbledon continues. Uh, The men's final, bright and early. I believe they call that breakfast at Wimbledon uh, for the second day uh, for the gentlemen's final. And I love this tradition now at all the Grand Slams where the players just go up into the crowd and greet uh, family and well-wishers. It's kind of cool. Um to, to see them go up and uh, get congratulated. And obviously this isn't a live, but uh, they they had a, a tape delay of, of her victory. So an unseated player winning at Wimbledon. One thing I will say about tennis, and, and not to say that there aren't great players, Novak Djokovic certainly on a run establishing himself as – one of the all-time greats. And before he's done, Djokovic may, by any measure, be considered the greatest tennis player, man or woman, in the history of the game. Serena Williams uh, certainly has established herself as uh, you know, the, the greatest player in the history of the women's game. And Novak Djokovic, Roger Federer, etc. But you know, Djokovic now getting to the point where he's just starting to separate himself. And who knows... Uh, where where he'll end up. But I think right now the problem with tennis is this. There there just aren't any Americans on the scene and that's that's part of it when it comes to sports like that. If there there are Americans, men or women, competing for championships. And and I think that that takes something away. I'm not sure if the television ratings bear that out. I think the hardcore tennis fans are going to watch great tennis and watch the the majors no matter what. But but in this particular case, I think for the casual sports fan, uh, the the fact that there there aren't a lot of Americans at the top of the men's and women's game uh, takes a little bit away uh, from that. Another quick break. Uh, still to come on the program, we're going to go outdoors. Steve Carney. I will join us at 410. Jerry Zagoda from the Star Tribune covers the Loons. They had a nice win over Houston this week. They've really been riding the roller coaster. Uh, big win, blowout loss, big win. They get LAFC at Allianz Field tonight. And the smoke certainly could be a factor for this event tonight. We'll, we'll get Jerry's thoughts on that and the state of the club momentarily. Twins knees later on, Dane, Dan Hayes. From the Athletic, scheduled to join at about 5.10 today. And one of the players that uh, was getting a lot of criticism, and and there are certainly a lot of players in this Twins batting order that have been receiving criticism, and rightfully slow, for their slow start to the season. We're over 90 games into it, but uh, Carlos Correa comes to mind. Byron Buxton really struggling this year. Joey Gallo uh, is is really had a tough year. Max Kepler 
is is another veteran player that that comes to mind. But but Joey Gallo really stepped up last night, and th- this was kind of a fun moment in the ball game. A slow ball game, three three into the late innings. Uh, Joey Gallo at the plate, and he did this. It was it was a good moment. Turned out to be the game winner. Gallo awaits, and he hits this ball high in the air. Deep into the right field corner. Stay fair. It's fair. It's gone. It's a two-run shot for Joey Gallo. It's a 5-3 Minnesota Twins lead. And there he is, Chris Atterbury on the call. Now, this is great. I've got to play this. Post-game, Gallo talked about the A-B and talked about this home run. Yeah, I mean, he's new to the league. I mean, I didn't even see the first pitch. I was like, I'm in trouble here. I'm just going to swing and see what happens. And somehow I ended up hitting the ball and uh, it went went over the fence. And you haven't hit in four days. And the uh, guy's throwing 102. It was uh, pretty much a blur up there. I just I got a little lucky. Yeah, I, I love that cut because it's one of those where the Joey Gallo critics will say, okay, now we understand his approach at the plate. And, and I... I would assume you were in last night, Josh, and you heard that post game. The one thing you can say about Joey Gallo is he's pretty honest. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't even see the first pitch. I'm just up there swinging and hoping, and he got a hold of one. And he, he's he's done that, I guess, enough this year to keep his job. And without that two run shot, maybe they get beat by the A's coming out of the break. Well, and, and that's kind of the funny thing, too. I was just about to say, it seems like every time that we try and back the train up on, on Joey Gallo each time this season, he goes out and has just a remarkable effort that following game. And that was a perfect example of you know him going out there and just basically proving that, yeah, he needs to keep his job, and he's a solid hitter. I don't know why. I, I, I'm one of the few people that just doesn't understand the, you know, the, the fans with the pitchforks out and wanting to get rid of him and send him out of town. It's like, this guy's actually hitting pretty decent. Yeah, he's been pretty spotty. Like, it's been up and down, but... Well, the batting average of 189 is, is you know, terrible he, by yeah, any measure. I mean, nobody's batting average is good right now if you want to, if, yeah. if we really yeah, want to put that in perspective. But it's honestly, he's been, I guess, I don't want to use the term clutch too heavily with Joey Gallo, but he's come up big in certain points where we've needed him to, and that's something that we just haven't had with very many people this year. Yeah, and the one thing you can say about Gallo as well is he is a good outfielder. Oh, yeah. He's won a gold glove out there, so so he is a good outfielder, but but there's there's just way too many at-bats where, you know, he he's almost been an automatic out more times than not. And then his career numbers, you, you start breaking down some of the career numbers for Joey Gallo. It is truly an all-or-nothing situation uh, for Joey where, you know, I, I think in his plate appearances, um, he strikes out about a third of the time, and then you take that into official at-bats, he strikes out almost half the time over his career. So, you know, last night he hit one out, and the Twins win the ball game. And uh, well, he, well, he and, delivered and, in that spot. And to his credit, I mean, we saw the same exact Twins team that we've seen as of late the last couple months last night. And to Joey Gallo's credit, he stepped up and became the guy. And I, I guess that's the one shining spot I will give him for that because second half of the season, you're already 
the, you know, the front horse in the race when it comes to being a contributor on this team, and hopefully he can keep it going uh, today in Oakland as well. Yeah. Kent Maeda struggled three innings, four hits, three runs, all of those earned. Walked four, struck out six, so not uh, a good night for Kent Maeda, but the Twins did beat the lowly A's 5-4 are the final sing two teams tonight. We'll have more on that later on. Quick break. We'll come back, get you up to date on some of the other headlines from the day in sports here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. This is one of my favorite sports stories of the week. Sabrina Unescu won the WNBA three-point contest in Las Vegas. And you, you got to check out the video. It was a barrage. She broke WNBA and NBA records for the most points in a three-point shooting contest by hitting all but two of her trays in the final round. Inescu, 37 out of a possible 40 points to surpass the single-round record of 31 in the NBA done by someone by the name of Steph Curry in 21 and Tyrese Halliburton in 23 and beat out Allie Quigley in the WNBA in 22. This, this, it's a cool video. You know how sports videos go viral. You, you've Got to check out Sabrina Ionescu. Just absolutely on fire. I, I don't know, Josh. Yeah, if, I, if, I if, was I was watching the whole. I was I actually was tuned into essentially the whole skills competition slash three point competition, and I was able to catch that as I was getting ready to head over to CCO last night, and it was uh, it was something to behold. She was just white hot yeah. when it comes to shooting the three. It was it was incredible. She's I've been a huge fan of her one since she got drafted out of Oregon, and she's definitely changing the game when it comes to women's basketball. Yeah, out of the New York Liberty, of course. Mm-hmm. But what was amazing about this shooting exhibition is the, these weren't rattling in. I mean, these were pure. It, yeah. it, you mentioned alongside Steph Curry, um, I, I think anyone would say greatest three-point shooter in the history of the league. Um, his range is unbelievable, but, but Serena put on a show. It was phenomenal. Check that video out. Do yourself a favor. It's making the rounds available just about everywhere. We invite you to do that. We're going to go outdoors. Steve Carney is going to join us. Sounds like the bite is slowing down. Are we, are we in the dog days of summer? When it comes to fishing, we'll get Steve's thoughts on that. And more. Jerry Zagoda will join us from the Star Tribune. Uh, the Loons are in action tonight. They'll get LAFC at Allianz 7.30 tonight. Air quality not great. We'll, we'll get Jerry's thoughts on that, how much concern there is ahead of a match like that at uh, Allianz. Twins are in Oakland. We'll get started later. Uh, we'll count you down to the Twins. Our lineup card at 5.30, your first pitch after 6 o'clock tonight from the Bay Area. Dan Gladden along with Chris Atterbury on the call tonight here on the home of the Twins. News Talk, E3-O-W-C-C-O. And then tomorrow, the huddle, Dave Schwartz, Pete Najarian between 10 and noon. They always have a lot of great guests on the program. And then, of course, the Twins and A's wrap up the series. Then it's up the coast to Seattle for the Twins early next week. All the news, all the weather at 4, right here at News Talk, E3-O-W-C-C-O.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.